besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. The driver's seat. Oh, in defence, it's massive. It's massive. Yes! Yes, 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 yes! The driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Excellent job. Yes, this is another big edition of The Driver's Seat. As always, thanks to Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia. My name is Nims Azor, joined as always by Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Let's get straight to our feature interview thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask your mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. Now, we're proudly sponsored here by our good mates at Kubota, and you might have seen a Kubota sticker or two on the number 34 unit ZB Commodore. And you might have seen this bloke making quite an appearance on our driver's seat power rankings, making his debut on the show. Please welcome from Matt Stone Racing, the one and only Zane Goddard. How are we, Zane? Hey, yeah, how are you? How are you? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I thought you were on Perth delay there for a second, mate. We uh, we couldn't. Yeah, hear. I was waiting for the audience to finish cheering for me. <laughs> of course. Well, as we say <laughs> every week, we only bring in the studio audience for our important guests. So you know, you should you should feel very important, uh, mate. Welcome, uh, Dave. On debut, not a bad start to this season for you because last year was a a pretty tough introduction, but this year you're doing pretty good. Yeah, it's all kicked off pretty good. Like, uh, especially the first three rounds were pretty solid. Uh, last round, we'll sort of not talk about that too much. But, um, yeah, you know, it's been a good uh, 2021 so far after, you know, last year with COVID and everything sort of um, making it a bit difficult. And it's sort of happening again now, which is unfortunate for all the Victorian teams. But, um, yeah, it's been a good year for myself and the team at Matstone Racing. So, um, yeah, we've kicked a few goals so far. So just got to keep that trajectory going. Hey mate, is that uh, what, what's that? What do you put that down to? I mean, I've got my theories. Uh, sometimes my theories are incorrect, but my, I've got my theories. Um, is as you know, obviously, another year at the team. You know, you know, you're doing every round. Um, you know, does Maddie set out any goals and that sort of thing? And and you know, I, I guess on a positive from my point of view, you're you're beating your teammate, which is the first bloke in the field that you want to you want to beat. Um, yeah, there's a few things. Like, obviously, the engineering lineups changed a fair bit. Um, I've got a real young guy, Jack Bellotti. Um, he's sort of overseen by Nathan Leach, so they do a good job. Um, Jake's engineer sort of has been chopping changing a little bit um, over the season. So um, I think, in a way, that's definitely helped. It's brought some fresh ideas to the team and stuff, so that's been good. Uh, all the mechanics, it's sort of a more established roster now, and you know, everyone gets on really well, so... The environment team's really good. Me and Jake push each other. We're same age, sort of same or similar experience. So, um, yeah, I think we get the most out of each other. And, yeah, the whole team's just going to race mates wanting to get the best results they can. And, um, yeah, we're all on the same page. So it's, yeah, working well. It's funny, boys, my boys in the studio here. About three years ago, Zane and I sat down and had a coffee at a place called Paradise Point out the front of uh, a coffee shop. And he was talking to me about, you know, what do, what do you think? What do you think I should do? And his old super spotter, talent spotter over here said, look, Zane, I'm not entirely sure you want to – do you want to keep going? Do you want to be a supercar driver or should you go back overseas? Is that? Is that what you said? Yeah, I said, should you go back overseas and 
try and make a career over there. And it's really hard with sponsorship, mate. Do you really want to give it a real good crack? And I think he went away and went, this guy's a clown. Uh, I'm going to press on. And now look at him. He's in the main game. Hey, thank you for not listening to me, mate. That's a good job. Well done. No, no your advice is still good. Like, I slipped in my then, so no, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the advice from Matty is always good. Whatever he says, you just do the follow-up. Complete opposite. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, you sound like one of my children. <laughs> you sound, actually, you sound like one of my, uh, two of my children and my first wife. That's uh, why she's now the first wife and not the second wife. Um, <laughs> the practice mate, wife. The practice <laughs> wife, exactly, where we learn all of our mistakes. Um, I mean, there's a lot going on, and there's a lot of experience at Matt Stone Racing as well. Like, you've you got Super 2, you got Super 3. you got Glenn Seaton in there in Super 2 as well, who's engineering um, his son, Aaron, who I also race against in Trans Am. That must be good having that kind of depth of engineer, engineering experience there. Yeah, 100%. It was actually good. We got to do a test day at Winton uh, with the Super 2 and Super 3 cars, and I kept jumping in now to Jason's car, just giving some feedback on the car and stuff, and working with Glenn, it was um, super interesting, like um, sort of different philosophy to some of the engineers that are in the main game now. So, yeah, it was cool picking his brain and getting to work with him, and, yeah, it was a cool experience. You know, you don't get to work with people like Glenn every day, so, yeah, that's pretty cool. Hey, mate, obviously last year a little bit different, um, you were running what they called the, well, what MSR called the Superlight program, which was basically sharing the car throughout the year uh, between yourself and, and Jake Kostecki. So uh, you're both in the cars for the full season this year. Um, obviously, that means that you're not going to be able to team up together at Bathurst. So, what's, uh, you know, is there any plans on announcing who you guys are going to? have next to you guys in the Enduros coming up soon? I mean, I guess we've all got our suspicions, but when does it formally be announced? Um, to be honest, I would love to know who I'm going to have next to me. <laughs> um, still, yeah, still up in the air. So, um, yeah, I'm sure as soon as we know, we'll announce it pretty quick because I think we're probably one of the last teams to announce. So, um, mm. yeah, got a few drivers that we're sort of keeping an eye on, um, whether we go somewhere young or experienced. So, um, yeah, just weighing up the best options and go from there. So, Zane, what do you do now? We Obviously, we've, we've had Winton um, that was delayed just a couple of, well, just last weekend. You've now got a fairly big gap, uh, I think now two or three weeks, I think, to we well, head to... Be, it's got to be a minimum three because of, of, of the Victoria. So Victoria, we, go, yeah. we go to Darwin. It, what's How do you find Darwin? A decent place? Were you happy to not have to go to Winton at the start of winter in Victoria, being a good Queensland boy that you are, and now jetting straight up to Darwin? Yeah, well, you say that. Instead of going at the start of winter now, we're probably going in the middle of winter, so right, it's actually probably yeah. worse. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm keen for Darwin. Like last year, we got to spend a couple of weeks up there, um, just the way it all worked out with the back-to-back weekends and having to do a couple of days in hotel quarantine stuff. But um, no, I love Darwin. When you actually get up there and um, go out and stuff, like it's just completely normal. Like um, feels like COVID's never even been a thing up there. So yeah, last year that was fun. You know, got to go on crocodile tours and um, go around see what the NTS offer. So um, yeah, I reckon it's one of the better rounds of the year and. I really enjoyed it last year, so um, yeah, I'm keen to get up there. Now, mate, did you uh, you been anywhere else this year? Like, have you seen anything else? Um, you know, maybe around Canberra or anything. Have you spent any time in Canberra lately? Uh, funnily <laughs> enough, when we were flying to Winton, uh, 
as we landed in um, in Canberra, that's when we got hold back. I think it was cancelled. So, yeah, did a little bit of sightseeing. Got to drive around Canberra. <laughs> I can't say it's the most amazing of places. Hopefully, not many people from Canberra are listening in. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I prefer the Gold Coast. Let's just put it that way. Actually, speaking of I was which, sitting, oh, the reason I say that because I was sitting behind him on the plane and I spent some time in camera as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was almost going to throw my M&Ms at him, but I didn't want to waste them. <laughs> I didn't want to get thrown off the plane yeah. again. M&Ms are too good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Have you ever seen Steve Johnson? Do you throw reckon he'd ever throw food away? No. I don't think so. Um, Zane, you're, uh, you're new to our listeners on the driver's seat because this is your debut, but what do you do, what do, you do with yourself during the day? Like, are you at the workshop most days at, at MSR on the Gold Coast, or are you, you know, full time in the gym? Do you work? What What do you do when you're not at race meetings? Let, let me let me just quickly answer a little bit before Zane does. Mm. We don't want to hear about gym stuff. We don't want to hear about <laughs> workshop stuff. We want to hear about interesting stuff. Yeah, like what do you do? Give Give us a snapshot of a day in the life of Zane Goddard. Um. Oh, well, obviously every day is different. Some days you have to do stuff at the workshop and that stuff. It's, it's inevitable. But um. Yeah, I like surfing, mountain biking, all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, just getting outdoors, doing some physical exercise and that sort of thing. Like, the more you can change up your training so it's just not the same, just lifting weights and stuff like that. Um, yeah, that's the sort of stuff that interests me. But, um, yeah, me and Jake have become professional lawn bowl enthusiasts. <laughs> Go there, like, twice a week or something at the moment. We're pretty much locals. Need to sign up for a membership or something. But, yeah, that sort of... Uh, sort of go-to thing at the moment. Is that the Broad Beach Bowls Club? It is indeed. Best bowls oh, yeah. in Australia. Well, I see, think now I know why. I it's got some... nothing to do with bowls. Have you ever seen the birds there? Yeah. You ever seen yeah. the women that go into the Broad Beach Bowls Club anywhere on a Friday around, night? Anywhere around Broad Beach. Mate, absolutely. That's where I'd be too, I reckon, if I was a young fellow <laughs> like Jake. Hey, Zane, just quickly, just a, just a slight tip. Don't ever go out and biking with myself if you yeah, no, do get invited. No. Yeah, no, that's a... <laughs> <laughs> bad thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Or it, yeah could, or it could be really good since he did win like six consecutive races. So Actually, you correct. Know. Yeah, true. What are we going for a ride? How yeah. <laughs> <laughs> things change in an instant. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, where do you see your future, Zane? I mean, you, you're obviously uh, doing well at MSR at the moment. You're having a great second year. Uh, it, has there been discussions at all with Rich Uncle Roland Dane at Triple Eight about maybe you know th- throwing yourself into Jamie Wincup's seat, or you're going to stay with MSR for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I think someone gave Roland the wrong number, so he hasn't, <laughs> really? hasn't got through to me just yet. But hasn't um, rung me either. No, nah, like, <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, it's it's been a good first full time season. You know, we're only four rounds in, so um, yeah, a lot can change. Hopefully, we get some strong results in the second half of the year. Um, but yeah, you know, as is how it stands now, I'm pretty happy with how the year started off. And, got to keep chipping away and hopefully someone notices um but yeah we'll see you know i just want to get into a position where um you know i can compete for strong race results and like i think the trajectory the trajectory of the team at msr at the moment yeah very hard words yeah um i feel like it's going in the right direction that you know they're going to be fine for some strong results um in the very near future so um yeah that's going to be the goal every race car driver is competitive and wants to see the car at the front, so that's got to be the target. So, Zane, I'm going to bring in some stats here. First off, uh, I want to talk about one of your your best performances of this year, but uh, before I do that, here's an interesting stat. If you double the age of Zane Goddard, he's still younger than both of you blokes. (laughs) (laughs) 
Gee, thanks, Nims is all. That's that's good. I bet you if you doubled his weight, he'd still only be half our weight too. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but Zane, one of the the great performances, and you've been doing very well in our uh, driver seat power rankings. I mean, you're equal third with Chaz Mostert, just behind mm. uh, Will Davison and SVG, who's in P1 at the moment. But uh, mate, everyone was just talking about first off your appearance at the test day where you topped the timesheets. But Tazzy, you qualified in the second row. Uh, Fourth next to Anton Di Pasquale, another good friend of the driver's seat, another great young driver, and finished inside the top ten with a P7. Uh, like, now, when the cameras got to you back in the garage after quali, you seemed like, hang on, did you did you say that I was Q4? <laughs> yeah, no, it was pretty crazy at the time because obviously coming into the season when you're setting your goals, it's sort of like, oh, if I can get a top ten qualifying, you know, that'd be a pretty good achievement and. Yeah, I remember I came in from the first session and like over the radio, Jack is he's quite like um almost monotone with how he speaks over the radio and it's just like, Yeah, good job mate, that's P three and I was like <laughs> But like is there a butt coming? Like it didn't sound that stoked and I was seeing that I was like, Oh, next session's gonna be faster, so I'm gonna be back in like twelve And then yeah, and then Anton pips me and I was just there, I was like, Oh I could, what's happening? Like, this can't be real. So, um, no, that that was pretty surreal and cool. So, um, yeah, I just I really enjoyed that experience. Like, um, I thought after the qualifying I was going to get on the grid and I was going to be absolutely wigging out. But, um, yeah, I was just stood there. You know, there was only a row of cars in front of us and stuff. And, yeah, it was just a cool experience. And, um, yeah, just tried making the most of it. But, um, yeah, all year the car's been showing some really good speed in qualifying for him. And, like I think it's sand down in the first qualifying. We actually had a purple sector before I sprayed it at Dandenong. So even that could have been a really strong result. So, um, yeah, the car's fast. Just got to be there consistently now. And, yeah, if we can just keep chipping off those good qualifying results, especially at these short sprint rounds, um, you know, basically where you start, close to where you finish. So, yeah, the closer you can be towards the front qualifying, the easier it makes your life in racing. Hey, Zane, just uh, quick, because I know Nimsy's going to, want to wrap things up but um, what impressed me the most about what you did down in Tasmania was qualifying was cool sure but and Maddie and I spoke about it the week after the race that you you executed a great start you ran up the front consistently um, you didn't make any mistakes you had an awesome race result so it wasn't like you were overwhelmed when you're up there and um, and mm. freaking out you know you yeah. actually look composed you look like you know you'd been running there all year so that was what impressed me more so about those, I think it was 78 laps, I think, for the race, something like that. And uh, and the, you put them all together. You did a great job. MSR did a great job in the pit stops. And, and you finished right up there high in the, in the, in the standings for, the, for that race. So that's probably, for me, mate, is what I liked the most about what you did that day. Yeah, 100%. Like, um, it was one of those ones I just wanted to make the most of the opportunity. And I wasn't so much nervous or thinking, like, what I could do wrong. It was sort of what I could do right. And... Um, yeah, what we could pick up. So, yeah, P7, it was pretty cool. You know, I think we finished like 1.5 seconds behind SCG and Jamie Winkup, which, um, you know, in a car, it's basically a hand-me-down from theirs. You know, it's pretty cool mm-hmm. that the team did a, such a good um, job. So, um, yeah, I, I felt like I was pretty composed and I just wanted to make the most of it. Um, I think so much of it's in your sort of mental state, you know, if you start thinking... Um, on the defense rather than the offense, you're always going to start going backwards. So, yeah, I just wanted to make the most of the experience and sort of enjoy it because it's not something you get to do every day. 
Well, you should be pretty damn proud of yourself, mate, because uh, that that effort in Tassie, I mean, you finished ahead of two Bathurst winners and two former Supercars champions. So, uh, big pat on the back, I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> and, but, and actually, uh, mate, I've just had uh, one of our listeners, Peter from Munter Bay in South Australia, who regularly texts in. So thanks for that, Peter. He said, being a lawn bowler is never about lawn bowling. It's more about having a bowie between drinks. Not entirely sure what a bowie is, but I guess that's... Bowie? I don't know. What's a bowie? Yeah. We've got, we've got I, another I'm producer in our studio here, Woogie. <laughs> Woogie. I'm looking at Woogie, our second producer here, and he doesn't know either. Woogie, you don't know no. what it is, mate? You have No, I didn't even know I was your second producer. <laughs> 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 you, you're sitting there looking. Are you trying to work out how the professionals do it, Woogie? Is that what you're? <laughs> so there you go. Apparently, you've got to have a Bowie in between beers when you're bowling. I don't know. All right, I've got to get on board with the slang. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Zane. You, maybe you can text us back next Friday night, Zane, and let us know what a Bowie is, <laughs> or, or just ask yeah. around. Do some research. <laughs> yeah, do some research. I'm sure there'll be love, lots of lovely people down there for you to research with. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, hey, Zane, mate, thanks so much for joining us on the driver's seat. I know this is your first time on the program, but uh, no doubt this will probably won't be the last. So, uh... <laughs> no, because he's got to tell us what a Bowie is. Well, there is that too. Yep. But, uh, mate, I'll be back. Go, go well in uh, Darwin uh, in a couple of weeks' time, and hopefully we'll chat to you soon. Yeah, cheers, guys. Thanks for having me. That was fun. <laughs> there we go. Zane Goddard from Stowe Racing. And uh, you're right. Like, well, first off, Matty, I can't believe you told him, like, maybe you should give this up. <laughs> I did. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it was a really interesting discussion because he was sort of, look, I, I know he did Super 2, I think, with Brad Jones Racing. And um, it was before he'd gone to Matt Stone Racing, uh, to Matt White Racing. And he was kind of not having a greater level of success just then, Stevie J. So it was one of those you know, come to Jesus type discussions that you have, you have to have sometimes in your sport where you say, look, do you want to press on and commit or is it time to call it? Are you really this committed? And, and at that point in time, looking at him, talking to him, he's obviously a very smart kid and he's obviously got quite a bit of talent, but I just wasn't sure at that stage. Now I didn't tell him to hang up, but I said, <laughs> this is the time in your career Zane, in your age, you're going to have to ask yourself some very serious questions. Clearly went and did that, got the drive at Matt White Motorsport, picked up the Superlight program with with uh, with Matt Stone, and now look at him, he's in the full time. So it was good. Did very well for himself too. And even, uh, yeah. we, I forgot to mention too, he even a crack at the old uh, S5000s as well too, uh, which was, uh, um, oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. Okay, was... Peter. Thank you, Peter from Montebay. Uh, Bowie we... means strong bow cider. There you go. Good I'll on you, mate. Hey, to... let's, let's, let's not tell Zane. Let's let him go and find <laughs> yeah. out for himself. <laughs> I'll see what he comes back with next week. There you go. Zane, then... Zane Goddard, our feature interview, thanks to Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. You're listening to the driver's seat. There is plenty to get through here on the program. We'll uh, take a quick pause for the course. Back with more right after this. But as always, we do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Big thank you to Zane Goddard for jumping on board. Uh, just quickly, obviously, the big elephant in the room is, of course, uh, Melbourne is gone into an extended lockdown. So it is pretty important, I reckon, to mention that, you know, first off, 
look after your mental health because this is a pretty yeah. crappy time uh, to be in Victoria. Try and have a healthy balance when it comes to like what you watch on uh, the news and whatnot because it can overwhelm you a little bit. And uh, anyone listening interstate, um, check in on your Victorian mates because some people are doing it quite yeah. tough. And yeah. uh, always remember to reach out, text in. 0433 if you want to. Uh, we had last year a couple of new listeners jump on board. So remember, we're always here to have a bit of a yarn if you need us. And uh, so are a lot of people around. So there's lots of resources. Lifeline, uh, um, Beyond Blue, also very good resources throughout this tough time. So if you need it, don't be afraid to ask for it. And you've got time. Like I, I have spoken to a number of my friends in Melbourne and obviously all of my family are in Melbourne. But um, I've said to a few of them, mate, if you've got time, just get on the phone and ring people. Just say good day. So I spoke to three or four people in Melbourne mm. today just to check in. I spoke to Malcolm, spoke to Stephen White, spoke to a few other people just to make sure they're doing okay because it's, uh, it is a bar- – you guys in Melbourne and Victoria are having an absolute Barry Crocker of it, not only just in Melbourne but also regional as well. My daughter's in, in, uh, in regional Victoria with my granddaughter. Mm-hmm. Hard times. Just, just We make a joke of it up here because we're in Queensland, but genuinely difficult times down there. And, and, and let's uh, not forget about our little mate Nimsy down there too. Oh, of course. Little of mate. Course. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, compared, if you stand yourself next to you and Fair I, enough, yeah, and Matty, Fair enough. Your little mate, yeah. 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 our little our little studio Wumpa Lumpa down there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. So it, it we we muck around because I tell you what, boys, if you don't laugh, you cry. This um, is seriously. This so. is true. So yeah, look. Um, it, like I said, we've got racing to look forward to in Darwin in a couple of weeks' time. But we're going to turn to, of course, our Bendix breaks big moment because let's face it, everything is connected. Oops. Let's, except for my hotkeys, it <laughs> except seems. Except for your hotkeys. <laughs> uh, there it is, folks. Let's try it one more time. Let's get to our Bendix Brakes. Big moment. <laughs> now on the driver's seat, another Bendix Brakes big moment. Put your foot down with confidence. Bendix Brakes. Yes, this is our Bendix Brakes big moment. Thanks to Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Uh, this is what always happens. You always give me a pump up and I stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, my favourite thing about that whole thing is when you get when you introduce the big Bendix Brakes big moment to push the button and you go, Oh, 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 sorry. The little, the little, oh, oh, I love the that. The actually yeah. comes out of his mouth. Goes, oh, 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 Even oh, though oh, I can't oh. see him, I can see his little yeah. fingers going everywhere. Going, oh, it's, it's, a, it's the most visual you'll ever get on radio, but no. Hey, we, a lot, we love the support of Bendix Brakes, big moment. Uh, Matty, you've actually got some Bendix Brakes uh, brake pads on your Mustang. and uh, I do, yes. I've got the uh, Bendix Ultimate Plus Performance or Performance Plus Ultimate, whatever it is. I can't remember. Uh, but it is on my car. And they are sensational. And funnily enough, I was actually thinking about it when I was driving into the studio today. Interestingly, Stevie J, with a lot of cars, you've actually got to put your foot fairly hard on the brake pedal. But with the the package I've got in my car, you just have to breathe on the brake pedal. So uh, (laughs) to pull the car up. And it's with me in it. It's not a light bit of kit. It's a pretty heavy bit of gear. So... Uh, yeah, sensational. Love them, love them, love them, love them. And uh, the Mustang will be heading back south in a couple of months, and uh, I'll be test driving. Are you driving little... it back? Ooh. No, 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 no. I think it's gonna. It'll go in a truck when we go down to Sandown. It'll mm-hmm. it'll go in an empty spot in a truck, and I'll I'll have a new European rig. Oh, yeah. look at that! Yeah. Wow, Very like nice. a real like a real like a Peugeot soft top. <laughs> 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 Getting a collector's item. Oh, uh, no, I am going to be a total real estate wanker and probably <laughs> grab a grab a Porsche Cayman or Cayenne or oh. 
Well, Macan, yeah. maybe. Maybe a Macan. I might get a Porsche Macan. How yeah, the so other we'll half live, though, Stevie? But, oh, uh, sure. sure. <laughs> How the other half live. Steve Steve gets them for free, mate. Don't you worry about this other half. I never own my cars, so <laughs> I don't really – I actually haven't got a car. Steve hasn't owned a – what are you, 48 now? Hasn't owned a car since he I'm was 16. I'm 48. I'm almost 48. What are you, 46? Yeah. You, you're 46. Jeez, you've had a hard 46. Hey, we've got to get to – let's get to our Bendix Brakes big moment. Um, yep. So, obviously, uh, the Supercars and TCR Australia calendars are in a little bit of chaos at the moment. Uh, the six Victorian Supercars teams headed off uh, to once again begin life on the road to keep the season alive. Scotty Pye actually pretty much summed it up. Uh, this is a quote off his Instagram. To my team and all other Victorian teams and Supercars personnel that have had to hit the road again, thank you to you and your families. COVID has thrown many challenges, but a willingness to adapt and a relentless attitude will get us through. I know there are many worse off, and we're all thinking of you, but if you need support, don't be afraid to reach out to someone. Uh, spot on there, Scotty Pye. But, yeah, this yeah. is um, this is going to be – well, there's a lot of scrambling happening, isn't there, boys? Yeah, and, you know, as I've, as I've said on multiple occasions, the more things change, the more things stay the same. I mean, you know, a little bit later on in the show, we're going to be talking about the E-Series, which we all – and they had to undertake it at the start of last year to have any kind of racing entertainment. And it, you know, it, the, we, we, I would hope, Stevie J, that we've learned some lessons. And if you listen to uh, Betty from who owns Erebus Motorsport during the week, she simply said to her team, guys, um, I am not sending my team out in a hurry. They're not leaving their families. They're not leaving the jobs and, and kids and all that kind of stuff. I'll send them when we're ready and we've got a plan to do this. And I think even Stevie J supercars have come out and said that this will not be another three or four months on the road from your families. Once we get through this, we'll be coming back. I don't know how Stevie J, they can actually say a definitive statement like that. No. Given how the situation changes, you know, we've just done a week and now we're going into another week by the sound of it in Melbourne. Um, I don't know how they can do that, but I'm hoping we've learned, some lessons boys because mm. you know we can't take people away from their families and our fans also I don't think deserve to go through this I was watching I was watching a, um, something on AFL the other night and someone said should should in the wake of this COVID outbreak should we just delay the AFL season for three weeks and the definitive answer the disgust in the answer was oh absolutely not mm. the the the, the league will not survive having a break for three weeks. And I thought to myself, that's garbage. Of course it would. All the fans, everyone else, of course they would. Because we had to, haven't we? hundred percent. Every time we go to race in Victoria, not every time, in the last 12 months, a lot of the races we've tried to do in Victoria get, get bounced. They get pushed back, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, of course it would survive. But I'm really hoping, boys, we've learned some lessons on this one. You'd hope so too. Now, uh, but this isn't on the sheet, obviously, because this was rather late breaking, but uh, your race has also been affected. The TCR Australia series, which you yep. two uh, both race in the support categories, uh, both Trans Am and uh, Touring Car Masters respectively. That's been pushed back till August, I believe. Yep. Yeah. August 13, 14, 15. 15 yep. mm -hmm. Um, so for those who don't know, literally Morgan happened Park, this afternoon, Matty. Yeah, literally. Yes. I, I think I sent you guys the sheet and then you next did. thing you know, it was an hour. Well, I got a, I got a call from the organizers of Trans Am who were asking my opinion on where we go. They're, and they're asking all drivers, of course, uh, on where we go, what we should do, you know, should we maybe go to tail and bend? Should we, should we get rid of Morgan Park altogether and maybe try and get a tail and bend? And then clearly 
the people higher above in the pay grade that were talking to me, Stevie J, <laughs> sent out an email about 20 minutes later to everyone saying, oh, no, we've got the we've got the new date now, 13th to 15th of August. So that'll be nice and cold again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man alive. But, you know, really, really glad that we've done that. Stevie J have got, and I have got another month to work on our fitness before we <laughs> jump in the car. <laughs> but, yes, it's affecting everyone. And so – the good folk of Warwick and Toowoomba and, and the, the Southern Downs type area will get to see our cars. It just won't be until mid-August now, which then backs up our final round, which will be in September at Sandown, mid-September, I think. Fingers crossed that uh, everything's all good for Sandown. Uh, I know that was meant to be actually this Thursday, which I was uh, quite looking forward to. Gary Rogers Motorsport was meant to have a test day with their Renault and uh, the old crazy frog himself, James Moffat, was meant to be down there. <laughs> but sadly, obviously, that's had to... <laughs> Be put on hold. <laughs> That's had to be put on hold, unfortunately. <laughs> hey boys, hey boys, just for a gag, I might get a crazy frog sticker printed up and stick it on his Trans Am car when we go to Warwick. What do you reckon? <laughs> I don't know. He'd like that one. Do you reckon he'd like that? I'd unless you, mate. I'd be watching out for that number, that red Mustang with, with the mate, number nine I'm, on the door. He's going to be well far up the road from me. Let me tell you. <laughs> Have you seen his face when he wins a race? No, nah, it's still not doesn't, good. Doesn't happen all that often. <laughs> Imagine so no. what he's going to be like when you stick a crazy frog on his car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're only mucking around. We're only having a laugh. Don't get yeah. upset for um, all the Moffat fans out there. But just for those playing at home, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so Tickford Racing uh, with Tommy Randall as well, um, because he's obviously going to be doing the wildcard rounds. Walkinshaw and Greta yep. United as well will be based in the Central Coast. Blanchard Racing Team will head to Newcastle. Kelly Grove Racing. We'll head back to Kelly HQ, the farm in the Mildura. Farm. Yep, oh, that, that's, Bit of mum's cooking. That is the only upside for uh, a COVID mm-hmm. border, brash, uh, border dash, the Kelly's yeah, farm. Love it. Absolutely. <laughs> what, a, what a grouse place to go and hang out and, um, on the Kelly farm. Got that's Rick's. Toys. Is that Rick's or? That's Todd? father's. Oh, it's the father. Yeah, that's there. John Kelly's. John's farm. Okay. John's farm. Hell of a yeah. man cave from the oh. uh, videos we've seen oh, on the social. Have you seen Rick's man cave? Yeah. Holy cow, it's bigger than my house. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> nice, isn't it? Oh, it's so good. <laughs> but yeah, so look, um, to all the Victorian teams out there, uh, we very much, as especially as supercars, media personalities, because let's face it, when there's no racing, we kind of struggled the back end of last year trying to figure out what to talk about, didn't we, boys? A little bit, a little bit. So let's really hope that we uh, we don't have to go back to e-racing. I don't want to have to go back to e-racing. We'll talk about that a little bit later on in the show. But mm-hmm. um, look, we'll take a month. Hopefully, we as I said, we've learned some lessons. Victoria's learned some lessons about how to get through this thing. And we'll hopefully be back on track in Darwin. And obviously, they go Darwin, Townsville. Where do they go after Townsville? I don't remember. I, I, remember. I, think, we'll back, I think they actually go back to Winton. Yeah, I do think, they? Okay, I think. so so we've got a little while, Nimsy. Yeah. We've yeah. got a little while before we have to get back through there. Yeah, so, so fingers crossed that should be all good. And yeah. let's not forget, too, there's also other support categories, Super 2 and Super 3. They're actually setting up in Winton uh, before yes. it had the pin pulled. So, yes. Uh, and that's why, I, that's why they made the call I was told today about Super 3 uh, and Morgan Park because they only told Super 2 and Super 3 as they were launching the cars out of the truck. Yeah, literally getting so out they, of the transporters. That's right. So they made the call very early on Morgan Park so that no one left and went into 14 days and all that kind of stuff, trying to come up here to uh, to Queensland. Mm. Communication uh, oh, breakdown yeah? just dismissed. I'm, I'm shocked. Um, <laughs> that was our Vendix. Funny, <laughs> funny, that. <laughs> In motorsport, yeah. no. That was our Vendix Brakes big moment. Uh, put your foot down with confidence. Vendix Brakes, Australian technology for all weather confident braking. Talking about supercars and TCR. 
we'll give you a quick update of the power rankings. We'll do that next, right here on the driver's seat. Thanks to Kubota. Together we're shaping and building Australia. This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia. Great to have your company on The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia. Uh, Matt McKeldin, Stephen Johnson and my good self, Nims Azor, here with you every single Wednesday night. Except, Tommy in Toowoomba, I've got to follow this text up for you. Uh, will, we be, will we be on Thursday night next week? Because Origin... Origin oh. is next week. Yeah, uh, can you answer that so we know as well? Um, I'll, that's that'll be a TBA. Right. Uh, I TBC. TBC. TBA? Yeah. Uh, What's TBA? To be announced. TBC. Right. To be confirmed. Uh, to be advised. To be advised. To be advised. Either or. Hey, text in 04339811116. Do you prefer advised or announced? Yeah. Announced or advised? <laughs> announced. I prefer to be advised so that I don't have to drive all the way into the studio. We might actually get a Wednesday night off because I cannot see us. Uh, bouncing to a Thursday night, Tommy, but I will not steal. Well, the, we've done it before. The studio on we, we have done it before. Detail, have and, we? Yeah. yeah. And our wonderful audiences uh, jumped on board too, which is. Remember, okay. remember we had that photo of Steve uh, looking like Billy Slater on our Facebook page? Nah. Can't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez Louise. That was, oh, that was clearly is. memorable. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. What? Nope. 2020 was that long ago. But anyway. When did you look like a rugby league player? Oh, oh, is it, mate, can make me look good. You <laughs> must be good with paint shop a, or whatever it, it, it was a Photoshop, and I could tell you the person that loved it the most was one Kelly Johnson. <laughs> yes, my sister. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now I remember. Hello, uh, Kel, if you're listening. All right. We're going to get straight to our driver's seat power rankings, and we'll get to your text in just a moment. This is the Driver's Seat Power Rankings. We do it th- we do it thanks to Fuchs Lubricants. <laughs> Press the wrong Mate, button. You are having an absolute cracker tonight. <laughs> well, Usually it's Steve and I stumbling Nim- over our words, yeah, but tonight you're having a Barry Crocker. Normally it's Nimsy, clinical, yeah. perfect, yeah. and it's us that it's just all over the well, shop. he's the radio professional. I'm with the, the hacks. I made the mistake of looking, because we've got a fair few texts that we got to get through. Yeah, so I was looking at awesome. that. As I was pulling the fader down to put the music down a little bit, this is just behind this. It's the uh, it's the off behind air, the curtain, folks. It's the off air meeting that's happening on air. Can, can we? Can, can we? Can you, put up a, can you put up a, a, a bloopers camera vision of you, Nimsy, oh. frantically pushing the buttons oh, through mate. the week? Because it's going to be very funny. Maybe I'll pop that on the weekend because uh, anyway. I had an absolute shocker on SEN track the other day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, look, the driver's seat power rankings, it's basically the Brownlow medal slash Dally M. We hand out a 3-2-1 vote after each round. Uh, before the Winton round, or more accurately, after Talem Bend, the supercars rankings are Shane Van Gisbergen on 13 votes, sitting on P1. Seven votes to Will Davison in P2. Chaz Mostert and Zane Goddard on P3 with six votes. Then it's five votes to Anton Di Pasquale, four votes to Brody Kostecki, three votes to Timmy Slade, two votes to Mark Winterbottom, and one vote to Jamie Winkup and Andre Heimgartner, or the old hairdryer. (laughs) (laughs) And then the TCR Australia votes before the next round at Morgan Park. Chazzy Mozzie sits on top. One of our um, listeners actually pointed out that Chaz's top three is really dominating the votes in both categories, which is good to see. Yeah, he's doing well. Six votes to Chazzy and Josh Buchan. Uh, three votes to Jordan Cox. Two votes to Michael Caruso. And one vote to James Moffat and Dylan O'Keefe. It is the power rankings. Thanks to Fuchs Lubricants. Proudly Australian-made lubricants. We've got to get to these texts, boys, because uh, Rob in Bris Vegas has texted in. Good on you, Rob. Hey, Rob. Good on you, mate. That's uh, one of our first texts from Brisbane, I think, isn't it? It is, too. Speak- I think it is. Yeah. Speaking of uh, first-time, uh, first-time listeners, Tracy... 
Uh, thanks, guys, here in lockdown, listening to you, laughing along. Know nothing about car racing, but learning. <laughs> Trace, don't worry. No. I've been doing this for five years, and I still don't know anything about <laughs> And I've got to say, Trace, if, you, if you're thinking you're going to learn something about motorsport on our show, you're going to be disappointed. No, I think, I think you, guys you, are, <laughs> you guys are wrong. Look how we've turned Nimsy into like a motorsport connoisseur at the moment. But we will try and make you laugh, in, uh, particularly being a Melbourne lady. We will make you laugh. Um, uh, and text us in your opinion on should it be to be announced or to be advised. Mm. Uh, love to hear it. 0433981116 on the temper text. Um, so, guys, Rob's got a good point here. As much as they say the teams will be going home post-Darwin, could you see a double Darwin round like last year, a week off, then to Townsville, if cases get worse, and then there's no chance that even if they go back to Victoria, they'd get to Winton? Absolutely. Yeah, I, you, totally. you just literally cannot rule out no. any option, especially where they can race. Yep. You know, they, they may as, you know, I don't know. It's just one of those things they've got rescheduled Winton round. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they get an inkling that that may be, you know, maybe going south, tight, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's no reason why they couldn't do it. You know, I mean, it's, it's not, it, it's the cost is not going to be that much greater no. No. because you're already there. Could absolutely happen. It's been there once we, once we've in this realm of COVID, once you've done something, once you can do it again. And so we, we really did edit point. on the run last year, didn't we? Like it was yeah, actually really good to see how well, uh, the supercar, obviously, at a great cost to some of the Victorian teams mm, uh, yeah. and, and the yeah. other teams too because there's accommodation and things like that that's yep. obviously got to be factored in. But uh, supercars have shown that they can adapt. I mean, we didn't even have a TCR Australia Series last year. No. So to, or a Trans Am. Or, or a Trans Am. Well, there was no a, series no. apart from supercars. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's yeah. it. Um, hey, just going back to we were talking about what car I'm going to get next once I uh, once I ditch the Mustang. Uh, Hayden from Las Vegas has texted in, I vote for Maddie getting the Porsche plug-in car, which I, th- I guess you mean is the hybrid Porsche thing. And, no, and, it's not hybrid. Oh, it's just electric, it's full isn't electric. it? full well, electric. And you see the voice of knowledge and experience over here because the gentleman to my left is a Porsche instructor. So it, what you're referring to there, Hayden, is the Taycan, Taycan, what is Taycan. it? Taycan. Taycan. Porsche Taycan. And are they a bloody good thing? They are. They are very good. And is it going to cost me an absolute fortune? Only 300K. Righto. Guess what? Well, uh, that's for the Turbo S. But Hayden, it goes down in that... price a little bit. <laughs> is that Hayden, in... I can almost guarantee you that that will not be happening. <laughs> I was about to say, you're going to have a lot of instalments there, Matty. Yeah, <laughs> I, I tell you what. Uh, we've also got Nikki has texted in. Hello, Nikki. Nikki's a, a fairly regular, I think. Uh, what impact do you think the continuing COVID... Oh, you've just thrown it off my screen there. Uh, where uh, are we? What impact do you think the continuing COVID go. and cancelling and rescheduling of races have on the smaller teams in all categories. Do you think it will see some teams leave racing? Oh, great. Yeah. Possibly. Sadly, yeah. yeah. It could do. You know, it could do. It really, you know, I think looking looking from last year, that's that's pretty much the sole reason why there was no other championships because literally – couldn't afford to do what supercars did. And think of Milwaukee Racing last year. Yes. Absolutely. You know, they they got binned um, and uh, Will Davison lost his drive. So, yeah, absolutely, Nikki. If you get a sponsor that goes, oh, no, not again. Here we go. I'm sick and tired of trying to sponsor this this particular team or this sport or whatever. There's absolutely, absolutely, it could uh, it could bin their racing and, and we could lose – uh, we could lose, them. lose a um, team, and well, let's put it this way: like just to really emphasise at home, you had a two-time Bathurst winner in Will Davison that mm. didn't have a seat. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Let's, and let's sorry, Manny, I know you got something to say, but let's just remember that he'd had a cracking year up until that point, even though it was oh, only a yeah. couple of rounds mm. in. Yep, he was. Fast. He was the he was the lead Tickford driver. Yep. He was, I think, he was yep. P two or three in the championship. Yeah, he was. So he had a cracker, and all of a sudden, 
Phil Mundy saw the writing on the wall for the year and has gone, nope. Milwaukee have saw the saw the writing on the wall, said nope. So it made his decision a much easier option. And I, I must uh, I must apologise to Andy from Hobart, who I actually credited uh, Peter from Munta Bay with telling me that a Bowie is a strong bow cider. So thank you, Andy, for uh, letting us know that. Hey, guys, uh, from Michael, uh, Remy Gardner just announced as getting his MotoGP ride for next year with KTM. What did you guys, how did you guys rate Wayne Gardner as a supercars driver? Well, firstly, Michael, Firstly, on a positive, can I just say what a cracking race from Remy. Cracking race. Awesome very brave. Race. What a pass. And I think from what it looks like in his mannerisms and the way he talks and everything, Thank God, not much like his dad. Ooh, <laughs> controversial. There you go. I tell you what, uh, he was clearly a very, he was a clearly a really brave driver, Michael. He he put the car in areas where that it probably shouldn't be, and that's probably why he picked up the name, the nickname Captain Chaos. Uh, very political animal. Although states outwardly that he hates politics. If you want a great listen, go to Rusty's Garage and have a listen to his podcast because what you think of him now may change after you listen to that podcast. Either for Why the is better that, Matthew? <laughs> Come on, Matthew. Don't, no, don't put me. Matty. And don't spoil it because Why? we want people to listen to our mate Rusty's yeah, podcast. Right. Well, no, okay. Did it well, change your opinion of him? Well, yes, because I never knew Wayne and I and I thought I liked, you know, I grew up when he was 500cc world champion, all that kind of stuff. So I thought, oh, yeah, have a listen to this. So on a plane to Melbourne, I listened to the first bit. On the plane back, I listened to the second bit. And then I thought when I got off the plane, I mean, I have to put it delicately because he may be listening, but what a flog. (laughs) 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 Like have a go at blaming everyone around you for your lack of success in the car and – Credit what yourself. he did on the bike was sensational. Uh, yeah, but he credits but, himself with making every technological advancement and telling every manufacturer how they should set up their bikes. He invented water. Oh, he did. <laughs> he can walk on it too, if you ask him. <laughs> yeah. So way. go and have a listen to Rusty's Garage. It's um, on the listener app. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. actually that. Mm. Sorry, Nemsey, and didn't he blame my dad as well for, yes. for stifling his yeah, car yeah, career? Yeah, for ganging up on for him. For ganging and... up on him? <laughs> oh, yeah, righto. <laughs> so good on you. <laughs> Get on your You've been ganged Gales. up on by the big dick, yeah. so now go away, mate. And I've, oh dear, that wouldn't be fun. <laughs> uh, and we've also had Maddie's new car should be a Dodgem's car with only one pedal. Peter from Munta yes, Bay, yes, good yes. on your champion. Peter Munta Bay's on on top. He is on fire. <laughs> on and uh, got a lovely text from a, a dear friend of ours, Kylie and Darren. Uh, hey guys, first time listening to the driver's seat. So happy for you both. Missing the old supercar days. Kylie uh, was uh, very much involved in the old supercar days. Uh, all the catering and after parties in Bathurst and Holden and Ford oh, parties. And the food fights. Yeah, all the, the food, food fights. fights with all the catering teams in Tassie and the GC600. We all shared the same marquee. So uh, glad you're listening, Kylie and Dance. Just bought a house, did those two? Lovely people. In fact, was in my wife's wedding party, was, uh, was Kylie. So good on you. There we go. Uh, we'll get to some of your texts in just a moment, but you're listening to the driver's seat. As always, we do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. This is the driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Great to have your company this evening on the driver's seat. As always, we do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. And just a quick reminder to anyone listening that's new, you can catch up on our entire back catalogue. Don't know why you'd want to, but um, if... (laughs) 
if that Classic is, radio. If that is something that you'd like to do, uh, you can rev up your smartphone with the Driver's Seat app. It's available in the App Store, and you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Driver's Seat Show. We interact with you guys. Anything you want to mm. ask, just try not to be an FLOG. Um, yes. <laughs> try not to do that. <laughs> hashtag. Hashtag. Vlog. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Driver's Seat Show. And the all-new Driver's Seat app has podcasts, interviews, news, and videos. It's a must for all motorsport fans. And if you ever want to see Stephen Johnson enjoy a cup of tea while talking to Brad Jones, the driver's seat app is the best place to do it. <laughs> and, uh, and, look, and I dressed you, up tonight. Oh, you did the, too. Yeah, I'm in black. You're in white. And if you do go on there uh, and you do watch that segment from last week that you recorded, Nimsy, no, I'm not bald. It's just the studio lights. <laughs> you are because pretty bald. I, I looked at it and I went, I'm actually bald. Yeah. Also, I'm going to be that guy on the yeah, yeah ads when I go, oh, I saw myself on radio and went, is that me? Just for those playing <laughs> yeah, at home, no amount of studio lights is going to fix my baldness. But I know your bonce is as smooth as a baby's. Um, um, uh, now let's get to some text here. 0433 98 11 16 if you want to be part of the program, wherever you're listening around the country. Uh, we had Greg on the Gold Coast saying, let's have a double header in Darwin with a second weekend run in reverse. The new turn one would be very interesting. Hey, I like that because it's still a huge run-up, so I like that. The only problem with that, Greg, is that uh, if you ran it in reverse and and the last turn became turn one, could you imagine if you ran out of brakes there, Stevie J? There's just a big tyre barrier. You'll end up in a river with a croc. Yeah, 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 exactly. You can't do that. That won't be happening. But I love the eye. Could have a double header. Could easily have a double header. If this thing gets out of control further in Melbourne, could easily have a double header. Or do Darwin. Uh, do, yeah, do Darwin go across to Townsville because that's a street mm-hmm. circuit. Street circuit. So that would require a lot of setting up. Bomb straight back across to Darwin and go again. Mm. Uh, we're coming to south. Another one here. Uh, did I read the Kramer in Brisbane? Uh, in Brisbane? No, you didn't. Ah, uh, this one. No, no, no. Hello, Kramer in Brisbane. Che- got no got idea on Kramer? cars, but uh, you guys are a barrel of laughs. Cheers. We like that feedback. That's good. Thank good on you. Kramer. We try and be funny. It's the only time of the week we can be funny, Kramer, because uh, when we go home and we try and tell these gags, our wives just look at us and go, nah, wrong audience. Nah, mate. <laughs> nah, mate. Sorry. You're no good. Uh, now, this one's from uh, Tommy in Hobart as well. He's uh, texted in. Fast Deli today is saying that the initial renders for Gen 3 are no longer representative of the final look. What's going to change? Uh, and it's on the topic of Gen 3. There was a bit of news about that. Adrian Burgess has decided to put a little rocket up the uh, behind of Gen 3, and he's put out some news in a timeline. Apparently, uh, the rollout for the Gen 3 rules, which will adamantly debut in 2022, um, sure. they're going to be taking part in real-world track testing by August, he reckons. Yeah, wow. Sure. Well, I know. Have they told the teams? That? I haven't been. In, I haven't been into Dick Johnson Racing for quite a number of weeks, probably over a month now. Uh, I do. I have been told that there is a Gen Three chassis in there, mm-hmm. uh, and that's about it. So yeah. you know, it's going to be very, very interesting. I have one one person from maybe or maybe not from that team that I might know. Yeah, yeah. Um, the big Dick saying that uh, I never said it was Big Dick. You know, well, it could be the doc. It could be anybody. The Dick and Doc. <laughs> the, the Dick and Doc show. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, some, whoever it was said, mm. my God, this little thing looks like a Morris Minor. So and apparently. That, with that voice, I know exactly who that is because it, it ain't the doc. Apparently, Did Dr. Ryan have a cold? Apparently it's quite small. 
Yeah, really? Yeah. The chassis. The chassis. The chassoir. Righto. Mm. Okay, that's interesting. Um, and Tommy, oh, mate, how do you know what, what it's going to look like? None of us are going to know. No. Until if they do get testing in August at SMP behind closed doors, I was thinking about it today, you could just go up to any one of the buildings with a long lens and we could get photographs of it. Although I'm sure we'll get photographs from supercars. But yeah, look, I, who knows what they're going to look like. And I, and I, I love how ironic it is that... Um, that Burgess is putting a rocket up supercars, <laughs> given he's the head of technical. <laughs> so why yeah. would he's not given a rocket? He should give a rocket to himself. Self, yeah. Give yourself an uppercut there, uh, Burgess. <laughs> I was because... about to say the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Hey, killer from WA. Good on you, killer. Uh, bring back the V8s to Perth. Yes. I agree. Absolutely. Great circuit. Um, I would like. You know what I'd love? I'd love two rounds in Perth. I'd love Barbagello's great and it's mm-hmm. just it's got a lot of history. I love it. Mm-hmm. You know, especially since, you know, the I think the night race the is night fantastic. Yeah. I'd love a street circuit over there somewhere. I'd love, oh, you know, yeah, there's been Perth. Yeah, there's oh, been yeah. some, you know, obviously over the years there's been some ideas of street circuits and where to do it and all and they've tried to get it. You know, they had the rally there mm-hmm. um, and they had the special stage yes. right in town. Right on the right on the park I'm, there on the river. I'm not saying that's going to be where the supercar should be, but just a, a street circuit over there would be sensational. The problem with street circuits is they cost. Yes, exactly. And so whilst we are in, in amongst this very delicate financial position that perhaps the country is in and certain states are in, you, they're not going to be throwing a ton of money at setting up a street no, circuit. No, they just throw a ton of money at, at state of origin yep. for whatever Eight million. reason. Stupid. Eight million bucks I mean, to get the I'm state not of against origin football. up in Townsville. I'm not against of course not. But football, right? But that's ridiculous. Yeah. Just anyway. as, as a side, as a side and note. apparently, sorry, Nimsy, apparently it came out today. She said, she said, this is how good it is. Did you pay $8 million to get the state of origin up to Townsville? Yes, we did. But it's going to bring $7 million worth of, uh, of benefit to the area. So <laughs> that's, that's a million, a million loss. loss. <laughs> Hopefully. Well played, politicians. Hopefully they can uh, make, make that back on the bar tab at the Mad Cow, uh, which is a wonderful establishment just across the road from Queensland Country Stadium. And um, hmm. good schooners. <laughs> oh, yeah, mate. I've had some huge parties up there. <laughs> There's no such thing as a bad schooner anyway. No, this is true. That's true. Unless but the Mad Cow Sunday night of supercars at Townsville for the first couple of years. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Big hangovers Monday morning. <laughs> May have missed a flight, I might say. Trying to get back. May have missed a flight. Ended up canning the week and went to Hamilton Island for a week. As a side note, I find it very extraordinary that uh, flights to Townsville just seem to have jumped in price for next week. Unbelievable. Yeah. Isn't Strange. That, isn't that terrible? So odd. Mm. I, I, get, I don't understand that. Uh, Why? I hate that. I honestly hate gouging like that. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but uh, look, this is the driver's seat. We do it. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. In a sentence that I didn't think I'd be saying uh, on the program, we'll check in with the French Open in just a moment with uh, Brett oh, Phillips from the first Roland Garros. At uh, Roland yeah, Garros. Open. Roland Garros isn't a bloke that will be at the Mad Cow. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Roland. He's a great bloke. Isn't that, is not that RD's middle name? <laughs> Roland Garros. Roland Garros. You're listening to the driver's it's seat. Back with more right after this. You're listening to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia. Uh, Michael has texted in talking tennis on the driver's seat. Guys, let's talk about Collingwood Football Club. Have you got five hours? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're going pretty good, Collingwood, aren't they? No, yeah, definitely not. Yeah, definitely not. not. Wow. 
How would what would you what would you say that? Would you reckon what's that, the equivalent supercars team I, or Formula One team? Team Sydney. Team Sydney. <laughs> oh what? Oh, I was going to say Haas. <laughs> I was going to say Haas in Formula One too. Uh, Nathan, uh, who would you rather be, Nathan Buckley or Fabian Coulthard? Is the question for any? Oh, uh, Fabian Coulthard. Or, or Nikita Mazepin. That's, I'd rather be Nikita Mazepin because my dad's worth about $90 billion, <laughs> so I'll be Nikita. I guess that'd be right, Matthew. Always thinking about the cash. Now yeah, um, I'm a real estate agent. That's what I do. Quick one on the text line for Rob in Brisbane. Just wondering if any of you have seen Tony D'Alberto's new TCR livery. Looks like he's copied DJR's homework from the 2016 Sandown Retro of the 2003 <laughs> Shell Helix car. Yes, Tony D. What are you doing, son? I like it. <laughs> Copyright there. Yeah, Looks I good. like it. Does look good. Because because I tell you what, apart from Scotty McLaughlin's IndyCar, which will cover Indy 500 in just a minute, but how many yellow how many yellow cars? It's good. It will stand out. We don't. It will stand out. Yeah, it was so, um, who did the uh, the Benton and Hedges car back in the day? Tony Longhurst. Yes, that was about the last time we consistently saw a race car in yellow. In Australia, I'll probably back in the Holden Commodore too. Everyone text in, yeah, Holden Commodore, and they did a tribute livery a couple Australian of years mate. ago, which was pretty good. That's right. Australian yeah, at, uh, are we allowed to say Benton and Hedges on on air anymore? No. I don't think we are. What did they used to have? We'll what cut they, that out what in the they buzzing hornets. <laughs> buzzing hornets, that's yeah, right. In the buzzing hornets. Buzzing and hornets. Oh, yes. and the Norton Hornets were the last one in the Nissan. Ah, there you go. The old crazy Norton frog. Hornets. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the crazy frog and, and the mad Italian. We, we will never get him on the show. Uh, will we, Mr. Moffat? Shout out to. To Mr. Moffat, James Moffat. Yes, uh, we, we won't get him back. We do That's love okay. you. I had a win last time at TCR. Did You've he? actually did he? No, yeah podium podium. 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 You've actually got uh, Caruso's the one that got the win. Uh, good to see the Norton Hornets doing well in their future lives. But uh, <laughs> one <laughs> one for you on the on the text line, Stevie J. My husband has Devon sauce cheeses, and if at the footy puts it in hot chips. There you Whoa! go. There I you could go, not man. think of anything worse. No, I'm with you, Nims Azor, and you're. I think you're, I throw up in my mouth just a bit. You're from the you're from the continent, so you eat some stuff. Like mm. you're an Indian bloke, you eat you some Sri Lankan. You eat some stuff. Sri Lankan, sorry. You eat some stuff, and if you just threw up at the thought of Devon and G's, I'm oh, with no, you. Fresh bread with butter as well. Nah. Yeah, no, mate. No, good. Then we got a Oh, anyway. Hey, look, we've got a. What would your father say about Devon and G's, Nimsy? He'd. he'd first of all, he wouldn't know. He'd ask who Devon was. <laughs> <laughs> if you're actually back from my ear, he'd actually call it lunch and sausage. Lunch and meat. Lunch and meat. I tell meat. you what. That sounds bad when you call my, it meat. My lunch wife, and sausage. My wife, Mrs. Mack, uh, a, a regular character in the show here, she had Devon served to her for every lunch of her scholastic career. So she at scholastic, yeah, her school career. So I know it's a big word. It's English. I know you weren't there for very long, yeah, and, and you didn't attend much. But hey, uh, grade five was the best six years of my <laughs> life, Matthew. Uh, okay, uh, we, she we, refuses we, to have Devon in the house. We have got to get onto some motorsport because I feel like we've been, yeah, we've we've wasted nine minutes twenty talking about everything yeah, right. except talking for motorsport. Talking rubbish. about Collingwater and tennis, <laughs> and as as our list, listener here said, Collingwood tennis. What's next, boys? Background. Not, what's that? Nana Mazuri? Nana Mascuri. Nana Music. One of the finest Greeks. One of the finest Greek singers yes. you will ever find. Thank you Absolutely. very much. Absolutely. Do yourself a favor, as Molly would say. Go yeah. and get yourself a bit of Nana Mascuri. <laughs> or, you know, maybe she should team up with Meatloaf. Is it a bloke? <laughs> I don't know. I have it it's, on the sandwich, a, it's, though. It's a lady. It um, is a lady, right? A anyway. scurry meatloaf sandwich. Perfect. <laughs> We've got to, you know what we'll like do? Nothing like a, very, you know like a well-cooked nascurry. We'll, we'll reset a little bit, a little bit. I think uh, <laughs> we've got off the rails shit to smidge. But um, <laughs> what we'll do is we'll play a bit of anonymous scurry and uh, we'll get back to the driver's seat in just a moment. All thanks to our mates at Kubota. 
Together, we're shaping and building Australia. This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. What a big week in motorsport it's been. It is The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we're shaping and building Australia. If you want to be part of the program, easy to do so. Text in 0433981116. But right now, it's time for our Race Rewind. This is the Driver's Seat Race Rewind. We do it thanks to Gates Australia. Don't compromise. Choose Gates Premium Belts, Hose and Hydraulics. Uh, Matty, I'm going to put you on the spot here. How much sleep did you get Monday uh, after the Indy 5000? And did you have to go into work? Because you took the day off, didn't you? I, well, I took the—I certainly took the morning off uh, to watch it because it started very, very early. Uh, it was sensational. I loved it. Um, because I tell you why I loved it. There's a couple of reasons. Because a, I think it's a fantastic race, and and we've been—I've been very much, um, very vocal about how much of an IndyCar fan I am. I think it's the best open wheel racing in the world right now. It's the most exciting. Um, I thought that the race itself was very exciting. Helio Castroneves flying the flag for. Uh, for us old blokes coming through and sp- and spanking the junior burgers, that was ace. But I loved it because they had a crowd. And I'm sure the crowd, I, I did an interview with Perth during the week and-, and they were sort of poo-pooing it a little bit. I'm sure they all had to have their first COVID vaccinations to be able to get in. Roger would have done that sort of thing. But, well, 50% um, of the population there has actually had the jab. Yes, exactly right. So I- I'd imagine that they were, they were majority... Um, uh, had their first jab in the crowd, if not all of it. But I just thought it was a great race. Not a lot of not a lot of um, uh, yellow flags, Stevie J. Not a lot of accidents. Graham Rahal had a fairly large one when someone didn't button up their left rear uh, very well, and that sent him off to the wall at about 150k an hour. Um, uh, but I, you know, we, of course we were cheering for Scotty, Stevie J, and he was doing so well. He was up in the top ten. He was staying out of trouble. And then he fell foul of what happened to Will Power, Simona Di Silvestro, um, uh, Justin Wilson's younger brother. Just didn't have any rear brakes coming into the coming into pit lane and overshot yep. the overshot the pit lane well, entry and got a speeding penalty, which which killed his race. Yeah, just so so everybody knows what we're talking about here is they um, move their pads back from the disc so that there's literally no drag on the cars down the straight, which means that. When you hit the pedal, the first the brake pedal, the first time it feels like it goes to the floor. Yeah. Okay. So you got to push it a couple of times before it becomes a nice firm pedal where you've actually got brakes. Now Scotty didn't do that enough. Came to pit road, to not so much too fast, but basically had only half brakes. Yeah. Nearly spun. Nearly had a mm. lose, like we saw one of the Will Power went round. Mm. Well, Will Power. So one of the other guys early in the race, I can't remember his name, actually crashed into Wilson. pit wall. Wilson. Justin Wilson's younger brother. Yes. So. Um, and that was just unfortunate. That that's really put paid to his Indy 500 campaign. Uh, for you know, he was still the top rookie. He was still named Rookie of the Year for for the Indy 500 for 2021. But yeah. it put paid to you know possibly a, a top five result. Oh, absolutely. But I, as I said, I, I love what Helio Castro Neves did. I think he's only got I think two races this year scheduled. Um, he was with a team called Myers Shank Racing, which has only done. I think four, maybe five, Indy 500s. Five, yeah. And five, okay. So he's a three-time winner of the Indy 500. He's, what would you say? now, you is mean? He, no, no, before. Yeah. And what is he, mid-40s, you reckon, Nimsy? I think, something like that. Yeah, he's, and, um, and he was actually, he was an ex, uh, not DJ, sorry. He was an ex-Team uh, Penske driver too a couple of years ago, wasn't he? Oh, absolutely. And he was Team Penske for a long time. And got sacked, not, he got sacked in a nice way, but he got let go for the younger drivers to come through, mm. right? So, 
which I age catches was, up which I did, with all of us. I did and think it was quite good. Like, you know, he had a chat with Roger at the end. Yeah, uh, all yeah. the other Tate Penske drivers came up and congratulated him. So there's still a good, yeah. good bit of camaraderie there. Oh, huge respect. So he's he's come in. He's got his he's got his run with Maya Shank Racing. He was racing a young bloke in Alex Palau, uh, or Alex Palau, however you want to pronounce it. Um, you say Palado, I say Palado. Correct. Uh, <laughs> and it was on. Like it had like three or four, five laps, I suppose. From the end, they were they were just sizing each other up. One would pass on the outside. One would throw a pass on the inside maybe get it done. So they were really sizing each other up to see where each other's cars were either stronger or weaker. And you could just see Helio with about a lap and a half, threw it round the outside at turn one. The crowd went absolutely mental and he drove away and became one of only four four-time winners of the Indy 500 and then spent the next 45 minutes high-fiving everyone up and down pit lane. He did. <laughs> he really so, did. Uh, so thanks for that, Matty. I've watched up yeah. to 100 and lap 120. Bad so luck. Thanks for letting well, me know. Well, mate, you, you need to commit to your Indy. A bit heavier. Oh. It was sensational. Yeah, it no, was a very cool, great Very cool race. to see him win it. Yeah, like, yeah. He's, he's, he's such a likable guy, isn't he? He's very yeah. very positive. He's always smiling. He yep. sort of reminds himself, you know, reminds of myself, really. Just sure. as a, uh, a, a quick... I tell you what doesn't. I tell you, <laughs> I tell you what doesn't remind um, me of him and you. Uh, he won $1.6 million got for the win. And Scotty got one hundred and sixty grand for coming 20th. Jeez, you nice. know what? I reckon if you and I shave down about 70 kilos each, we could probably go in and we could just drive around real slow if we got in the show and maybe that's not a bad earn, 160 just for going around. It's not bad, is it? What do you reckon? Yeah, why not? A couple of hours work. (laughs) Yeah, and like, you know, we'd have to cut back on the nuggets and Maccas and all that kind of gear, but I reckon uh, for 160 bucks, we, 160 grand, we could do that. No, um, I'll, gonna, I'll give it up. I'll, yeah, I'll direct no, you. Too. I'll direct you boys to uh, the sheet, <laughs> but uh, have a look. See at the the top ten in the point standing update um, after the Indy 500. Mm-hmm. So you got uh, Alex Palau on top, Scotty yep. Dixon in P2, seven time champ Scotty Dixon, mm-hmm. uh, the great man. Paddo O'Ward. Do you want me to do this, Nimsy, yes, seeing please. as you don't know the name? I, right I can say Simon Pagenaud. <laughs> <laughs> so Paddo O'Ward, who um, is from the Claren SP Racing, he's a he's a sensational young talent and, in fact, is getting a run later on in the year in the McLaren Formula One car for winning a race earlier this year. Simon Pagenaud in fourth. Renus VK, uh, the other famous... Um, where's where's Max from? One of the great uh, Renuses. Uh, one, one of the great Renuses. His old, his old man used to race. But uh, anyway, so Renus VK also had a win. Joseph Newgarden, uh, Colton Herter, uh, just on the back of signing a deal for another couple of years there. Graham Rahal, eight in the championship. Scotty Mack, the rookie, still in P9. And Marcus Ericsson, Formula, former Formula One driver in 10th. Hey, so hey, it was just quickly. The mobile. Um, yeah, exactly. The mobile Ericsson. I had one of them. As long as he doesn't turn the car over, he won't be an Ericsson flip. Yeah. Have you guys noticed a pattern in that top 10? Have you guys had a good – I just literally noticed a bit of a pattern. Have a look at it. Like starting from first, Alex mm. Pelot, young. Scotty Dixon, second. Six-time yep. champ experienced. Yep. Pat Ward, young. Yes. Pagano experienced. Rinus VK, young. Joseph Newgarden, two-time champ mm-hmm. experienced. Mm-hmm. Colton Herter Young, Graham mm. Rahal experience, mm. Scotty McLaughlin Young, Marcus er- Marcus Ericsson, everyone, you know, like, isn't that just an unbelievable stat there when you look at it? It's it's mm. full of fifty percent oh, yeah. experience and and legends and full of, and fifty percent total young new guys coming through. Best open wheel category in the world, bar none. Bar none. It's Send a hell of a text st- if you 
send in a text if you don't agree. Uh, hey, we've got a text message from Dean. Is it right that there was 135,000 fans there at Indy? Yes, that's correct. It was the la- single largest uh, sporting crowd since COVID began. 40% so, crowd. Just, just 40%. on that. Yeah, just mm. on that. The capacity at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway mm. is actually 400,000. Yes. Yeah, it's big. Yeah. Got some seats. And do you know, do you, you know the guy there? Far out. Whether it was Roger that, that you know, wanted to start and organise it, they they actually had a vaccination plant underneath their little hub uh, sort of thing on the, the way park. in, in yep. the car park and underneath the Indy 500 grandstands, they vaccinated 80,000 people on the way. In. You were not allowed in that. There you go. In, in, in that precinct, yep. everybody within that precinct was vaccinated. Yeah. Sensational. Look, uh, and do they still drink milk at the end? Yes, they yes, do. They Dean, do. Helio Castro Nevers. Do you reckon it's actually... like light or full cream? Well, no, I can tell you it was strawberry 2%. Really? Really? Yeah, yeah. You can choose which milk you want. He's sponsored by, I can't remember who he's sponsored by, but uh, Cirrus and someone else. Uh, but his car is black and pink, and so he had 2% strawberry milk. So if, like, Nick Perkat won the Indy 500, he could douse himself in a Farmer's Union iced coffee. Exactly. Uh, he could. <laughs> he could do that. He could absolutely do that. Uh, and then we've got Tommy from Toowoomba, one of our regular text messages. Best part of Scotty in IndyCar is that he is showing he belongs in the field. Certainly is a category worth watching for the rest of the year. 100%. on your Tommy. 100%. He is doing really well. Uh, he's at Road America, I think, testing this week. So the boy's under the pump. He is pushing pretty hard. And uh, if he still stays where he is, he'll be definitely in with a chance at the end of the year. Definitely. Rookie of the year this year, I think. I'm going to say he's going to win a race this year. There you go. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you. Took him four I'd starts to 20... get a podium. <laughs> yeah, well, that's exactly right. But then having said that, one of our listeners messaged in on our Facebook, Scott Dixon won on his third start. Nigel oh, Mansell. come on. It's not a contest between New Zealanders, guys. <laughs> Jeez no, Louise. How would that happen? Uh, <laughs> Nigel Mansell, I think, won his first race, and I think so did uh, JPM won. Pablo Montoya. Doesn't he look like he's eaten a horse? <laughs> or an elephant. Good on him. Yeah. Yeah. He can still, I mean, if he can still fit into an Indy car, you and I could have a crime. Maybe it's, it's probably COVID, Vite. Um, That's so exactly what it is. That was our race rewind. Thanks to Gates Australia. Protect your ride with complete system replacement with Gates, belts, and hoses. Visit gatesaustralia.com.au. You're listening to the driver's seat. We'll take a quick pause for the cause. Back with more straight after this. And also, thank you very much for reading that top 10, Manny, because I would have been up the creek. (laughs) Back with more right after this. This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Welcome back to The Driver's Seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. Uh, How many presenters do you see currently? (laughs) (laughs) There's a... um, Hang on two seconds. Uh, Steve, you want to come back, mate? I know you're making a coffee, but we kind of got a radio show we've got to do. Oh, look. Um, Fair dinkum. He's off making a coffee, folks. While he's, uh, while Steve's uh, <laughs> hydrating. <laughs> he's running back. That was like watching a kid on the egg and spoon race with his cup of coffee. Welcome back, Steve. Oh, thank you. To the driver's seat. Thank you. <laughs> That's, oh, that's like your, your typical, mate. You go, hey, mate, can you just give me a quick <laughs> when we're back in class? Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Mate, <laughs> no, you no, are. You did not get that. <laughs> you're dead to me, bro. <laughs> in the words of Davey Reynolds, Davey you're Reynolds, dead to me, I know bro. how you feel, bro. Oh, oh he's dead to me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Hey, he's our good mate, Dave. Right now, well, let's get straight into the podium. <laughs> now on the driver's seat, the podium. 
So it's three talking points we'll quickly run through. Uh, we'll start off with uh, this first one in P1. Alex Davison named as a backup DJR co-driver. Uh, they've DJR have confirmed that uh, he will step in for the Repco Bathurst 1000 in October if Scotty Mack is unable to travel to Australia. Not a bad uh, replacement. You'd love it to see Scotty Mack back here, but um, the IndyCar finale takes place uh, on September 27th. That's less than two weeks ahead of Bathurst. Scotty, you'll have to do quarantine, all that sort of jazz. Yeah, so it's good to see. We're reading between the lines there. It's probably not going to happen. Not going to happen, is it? Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. just a smidge, which is a shame, so. a damn shame. But um, we yeah. would obviously love him back. Uh, you know, Alex has got plenty of experience. You know, he's got experience with obviously Willie's brother finished fourth there back in the Erebus car. So, uh, and I think that he was with Will in in the Milwaukee the car Milwaukee as well. Milwaukee car as well. You know, yes, I he mean, was. So he's it's happened before. You know, he's solid. He's he gets the car to where it needs to be regarding, um, you know, to the end of the pit stop. He brings it home. It's, it just needs to have a co-driver that is solid. I mean, mm. everyone's, you know, I've seen a little bit of, um, you know, backlash on social media and that sort of stuff, which, oh, you never, you never get. No one never, ever voices never happens. Happens. I know, it's strange, on, no, that. Social Come media, on. you know. Wow. Um, but, um, and you know what I've said, well, you know, I, I feel like going back to all these people and saying, well, okay, you think that, you know, oh, DJR mustn't want their second car or their other car to win or whatever you want to call, call it. I've read it all. And, uh, I said, well, you know, I feel like saying, how about, um, back when Chazzy Mozzie won in, was it 2015? Yeah. yeah 2014. 2014. With whoever would have said that they was going to win with Paul Morris. Well, Paul Morris know? hit the wall twice and they still won. And they started so, the back. The leap of the back. back. So, you know, anything can happen and usually does at Bathurst. Yes, I know co-drivers have been under the scrutiny quite a bit over the last few years, but, you know, Alex is solid. He will generally not go backwards. He will generally stay status quo wherever Will puts the car in whatever position. And when Will gets back in it, hopefully uh, it's there and being looked after and ready to go. Uh, in P2, Molly Taylor. we got to give a shout-out to Molly Taylor. She's just continued her great start to the inaugural Extreme E season. She won round two with uh, Johan Christofferson. Pretty mm. dominant victory. A gap uh, of 14 seconds yeah, uh, between I that and P2. And look, I I, uh, I actually made the effort to sit down and watch uh, the Extreme E for the first time, start to go, start to stop. It was sensational. Was that on KO? Yeah, it was, was on it? KO. Yeah, I awesome. don't mind telling you, it was sensational. If yep. you do have KO, jump on and watch it from Senegal. These the, the circuit that they put these guys on along a beach. Now I know there's not noise. There's no noise in this, but unlike Formula E, where they actually don't. They just drive around the streets. So these things are bouncing and jumping and rolling and all of that kind of stuff. Was there any shunts and stuff? Uh, no, no shunts. But well, no car to car shunts. But yep. but seriously, you know, people really put it on their sides. Yeah, and okay. All that kind of stuff. And it was really, really, really good to watch. Good motor racing to watch, which I don't normally say. Um, my only criticism of the whole thing is that they at the at the top of the show they try to explain to you how the point system works, and you have to be a professor to this race and to then that go to this oh, race. Oh, yes, it's you like the final and then you do this final and then it's the it's A like, main and the B, the square. No. Nah. It's like, so, I don't know if you've seen The Hangover, but you know the bit where like oh, you see all the numbers go flying past yes, his face? That's pretty much what it's like. That's exactly what it was like. But so, it, it uh, is, you're right though, Matt. It is very cool because so the yep. first round that they had was sort of like a desert-themed round. Uh, yep. This one was an ocean one. The next one is actually in Greenland, yes. uh, which will be an Arctic round. So that'll be yeah. 
Brilliant. an Arctic race, and then they're also doing one um, that's that's because l- let me go back one step. The one of the things that this the extreme E does, it's going to places that are being affected by environmental change, and so they highlight every race that they go to. They highlight the area and its challenges. And so with with this, it was plastic in the in the ocean and that kind of stuff along the beaches of Western Africa. The next one is going to be um, uh, in global warming, green, global warming in Greenland and rising seas and all that kind of stuff. Then they're also going to be doing one on a um, uh, on a an ice another one on an ice plateau what do you call it a um like a like a uh, what do you call glacier it? yeah glacier thank yeah. you that on a glacier melting glaciers all that kind of stuff so I love what they're doing and and a cool celebration take, too to run into the ocean <laughs> totally take all of that away Molly Taylor's spanking them all yeah how good. Because there's some there's some seriously good because each car's got to have a male and a female, um, Carlos, and driver change too. Like yeah. it's not mm. yeah. individual races; no, no, no. it is literally one race. Yep. But you know, yep. obviously a succession of races. But yep. it's all to do with two driver events, team events. Yep. Uh, Lewis Hamilton's got a team. Yeah. In fact, um, that's the team that they beat. So Molly drives for Nico Rosberg's team. Yes. And they beat Lewis Hamilton's team. So you, you right, reckon Nico would have liked that? You reckon <laughs> Lewis would have loved that? <laughs> oh my god! They'll just throw another couple of million at. But no, look, really good. Um, uh, if you, as I say, if you've got KO at home, uh, uh, particularly if you're yeah. in Melbourne, you've got nothing else to do because you've got the next seven days at home. Check jump on to KO and have a look at uh, Extreme E. Uh, well, last one on the podium, Neil Crompton. He's writing a book. Uh, the Hall of Famer's autobiography will be titled The Best Seat in the House, written with a uh, great mate of the show, the V8 sleuth himself, Aaron Noonan. Uh, it's The book's coming out in September. It's going to be hell of a read. Will be a great book. Will you feature in this? Oh, I doubt it. Why would I feature in it? Well, mate, I'd, some of the stories I've heard about you. What do you I mean? Reckon, after parties and mate, I was the most <laughs> prehistoric bloke on the grid. <laughs> sure. I was, I was a nana. I was an absolute nana. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Waffle and, it, and guff. And it I've shows in my complexion. I was going to say, <laughs> remember that hard forty-six you've had? I reckon. <laughs> so, oh, mate, this is brilliant. I mean, I. This is the this guy is the doyen of supercars. Nims, he's going to have a brilliant bunch of stories. He's a driver, amazingly accomplished, and a very talented man. And I can't and wait voice. to read it. The voice of the and sport. the voice. He's he's the he's, he's the Bruce McAvaney of supercars. He's the Richie Benno of supercars. Yep. Yep. Very Special. very cool. Very cool. This sort of well done. <laughs> <laughs> he's chew and special. Yeah, so um, we look forward to that. But uh, we'll quickly wrap up the driver's seat. Got a little bit left in the show, so we'll take a quick pause of the calls. This is the driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Thank you to everyone that texted in on the text line, 0433-981116. We really appreciate your feedback. Um, just quickly, before we go, it'd be remiss of us not to mention this, but uh, had some absolutely tragic news uh, last weekend with Moto3 rider Jason DePasquier passing away um, as, as a result of injury sustained in an accident during qualifying. Only 19 uh, he was, and it was an absolutely horrific um, horrific crash. And I think it completely rocked the motorsport world because, you know, we often mention, like, we do this for fun, it's a great sport, but it is incredibly dangerous too. And um, Jason just, uh, he unfortunately paid the ultimate price. Yeah, very sad, mate. And we hate finishing the show on such a downer, but uh, tragedy whenever we lose somebody. And obviously we lost a lot of people at Target Tasmania recently and and now uh, a promising young rider in Moto3. 
we've lost a lot of riders in recent years. It, it clearly MotoGP and, and bike racing is an exceptionally dangerous sport. Um, and it's tragic when we, we do lose someone. You know, we all jump into our cars and on our bikes and this, that and the other thing, whether we're club races or national races, Steve, and we all think we're bulletproof. And then we're very quickly reminded, aren't we, we when are. we see something like this, that by God, what we do is exceptionally dangerous and, and can cost you your life. Yeah, and I put up a uh, – I was sitting down watching the Moto3, Moto2 and MotoGP races uh, on Sunday night, um, and that tragic news came through just before the Moto2 race. Um, and, you know, I put up a post on my social media just saying, you know, motorsport, you know, we all – we love it, and we love it for so many reasons, but we also hate it for yeah. for, for certain reasons as well. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. just unfortunately it's um, – you know, claimed the life of a, a, a ripping young bloke. I mean, I, obviously we don't know him, but 19 no, years old, matter. doing what he loved. It doesn't matter, yeah, you know. And, yeah. um, you know, I think that um, you know, that that makes, you know, it really gives me personally a reality check of what we do yeah. um, and what everybody does. You know, we all sit here and there's so many – and that's another thing that annoys me is there's so many people, haters online that, you know, really rip into people when we're, you know, whether it be Formula One or MotoGP or supercars or whatever it is. But you know what? In the end of the day, it's a sport just like football, just like everything else. Yeah, and, and just um, we, we enjoy it. And a lot of people, in this yeah. case, put their lives on the line for us. So uh, um, yeah. Michael on the text line has summed it up. Rest in peace, Jason. And uh, that was trending throughout every category. It wasn't just the MotoGP family that was yeah. uh, touched heavily. Yeah. I saw a lot of uh, F1 and even supercars, uh, pretty much anyone in the motorsport mm. world. It came together as one to uh, pay tribute to the young bloke there. But uh, Anyone that puts on a helmet. Whether they're driving to work, riding to work, or anyone who puts on a helmet um, on a racetrack, when you see that sort of stuff, it just jolts you right yeah. to teeth. It doesn't yeah. matter what it is. It's, no, it's, it doesn't it's, matter. It's, it's you know one of our own. Yep. You know, it's a yep. it's a fallen comrade. You know, yep. uh, worldwide, and that doesn't matter whether it's that motorsport, whether it's you know army, like whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. everyone. Yep. It just it's just. Horrible. No good. Mm. No good. So rest in peace, brother. Spot on there. Uh, that, that about wraps up the driver's seat. I want to say just quietly too, uh, for a bloke that's in lockdown for the next seven days, this has been a fantastic uh, little bit of therapy. It's great to have all the text line. This is what we do uh, yeah. here on the driver's seat. We band together. We enjoy a bit of motorsport and uh, we're going to be doing it uh, next week, the week after. Yeah. So well, we'd love you to jump on board. Are we doing board. it next week? You, well, need to, you need to eat. We didn't, we didn't know what ETA, what the A stood for. But I guess we'll we'll find TB, out by next TBA. week. <laughs> TBA. TBA, not ETA. TBA. <laughs> Let us know where you're Nimsy. Yeah, thanks everybody for the text. Yeah, that was it's been good fun. super tonight. Been look after yourselves this week, folks. Please look after yourselves, and we'll see you hopefully next week. You certainly will. Thank you to Zane Goddard. Thank you to yourself listening at home, and we'll see you next week for the driver's seat. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato, and aioli. So, we doubled it: chicken and Macca's together, and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.